Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Dad Can We Talk? <clears throat> I'm your host, Anthony Ray. And this is episode 44, if I'm not mistaken, man. Y'all listen. I always forget these episode numbers, man. I've been doing I've been doing so many. I'm just starting to just lose count, you know. But I think this is episode 44, if I'm not mistaken. But uh man, today I got a brother here with me. And uh, I've been waiting to get this brother on for a minute, man. Uh, for all my dads out there who be asking me about coming on the podcast, trust me, I'm coming to y'all. I just I only do one a week. <laughs> so <laughs> with me doing one a week, man, it's just kind of hard sometimes to get it. I'm trying to I'm trying to get everybody on here, man. So y'all better believe I got a whole list of dads that's waiting with some great stories, man. But uh, today. Man, I finally get a chance to sit down with my brother, man. I've known this man for some years now, man, and just uh, having the opportunity to get him on the show and hear his story, man. I am, I am, um, I am excited about this, and I want him to introduce himself to the Dad Can We Talk universe, man. Go ahead and tell him a little something about yourself, Dad, my man. Can we talk. This is your boy, brother Ralph. A.K.A. King Lion's Eye, A.K.A. Mr. Solidified himself. Yeah. Shout out to all the dads, man, to all the people, man, just trying to make it happen. You know, live day to day, man, and do whatever you can today and worry about tomorrow when it get here. Lord willing. Yes, sir. <laughs> Y'all heard it from the man himself, my brother Ralph Thornton. <laughs> man, listen. Bro, how you feeling today? I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. I'm glad I'm getting the opportunity to sit down with you, man. You know, this is something been in the works and, you know, knowing you for as long as I've known you, man. I know you're you're legit. You're, you're genuine and ain't nothing behind it. No ill intent. It's all about, look, man, we're just trying to break bread, have conversation and just, you know, and just share with one another and encourage and empower and, you know, just lift each other up, man. So I'm grateful for the opportunity. Thank you, man. Trust and believe, I won't let you down. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get into it, man. Yeah. On that, can we talk? Our tradition here, our, my first question is always, what was your relationship like with your dad? Um, it was legit. I guess looking back at it now, it was it was unique. My dad did everything he could as far as you know, making sure we were at you know events and he been, him being there, being in the household. You know, he led by example more than lead by um, speaking. Mm-hmm. So he was a person like, I see my dad get up every morning and go to work. Then yeah. he barely missed days. And when All it was right. time to have vacation time, he made sure, you know, he accommodated his family and he did whatever he had to do. He worked at Georgia Pacific for years. Okay, GP. And, you know, he, finally, he finally decided to retire <laughs> some years back. And, you know, now me and my dad, he, he kind of, he groomed me to the point where I don't lean on him. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't call him every five minutes and hey, pop, da 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 da. You know this situation, that situation. So it's more of a hey, man, I'm just checking on you, making sure you're good, everything all right. And that's kind of where it is, man. I love my pops, man. My pops, my pops always been there, and you know, just let him know. Love you, pops. Yeah. Shout out to pops, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, what's so funny? You you talk about GP, man. Uh, your dad probably know, you know, my granddad and some of my uncles. They, man, they tell me. Yeah. Did he work at the one out and what that was? Johnson, right? Yep. I, and man, bro. He, I know he he know my people. Yeah. He, I, he guaranteed man. to know my people. I think my dad worked at GP for 
over 20-something years. They were like 26, 25, 26 years. He was there for a long time. Yeah. He was working there like when I was first born. Like he actually got the job like um, like rapping. Either I was one of my wife or my mom was pregnant with, with me. And he had been working since. Yeah. And by the time I became grown, he was still working there. And then eventually Thanks. he decided you know, to retire after putting in 20-something odd years, man. So... You know, it showed me consistency, dedication, and just, you know, staying. It shows stability to me. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm I'm at the point now. You know, I've been on my job for 18 going. This year will be 19 years. Ooh, that boy. Yeah, man, So they're having that example of his consistency of going to work because it wasn't even, it wasn't even about nothing else. It was about, look, I got to make this money for my, to take care of my family. Like, that was just cut and dry for him. So. That's kind of why I am, why I am, I am today. So, you know, I, I just want to thank my pops for that, for showing me consistency and dedication, and just having st- stability and not jumping from job to job to job to job every five minutes. Cause I don't like how they treat me. Yeah. Or I don't like how how the manager talking to me. Granted, you know, nobody supposed to be talked to with disrespect. You know, that's the mm-hmm. way you can approach people, and and you can um you can settle any type of differences or any issues, but. For the most part, man, like if it's about your job, it's about getting, you know, getting that check and doing whatever you need to do for your family. Leave it at that. Come in there with that mentality. Like, look, man, whatever happens, I just have to find a way to deal with it and adjust to it. But at the end of the day, I'm just here to get the money, you know, take care of yeah. my family. Straight up. Straight up, man. Yeah, man. Hey, man. Shout out to Pops, man, yes, for sir. putting that example out there, man. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, there are some good dads out there, you know, even from the past generations, you know. Um, and I always love to hear those stories about those dads that did stand up in the paint, man, you know, and did what they needed to do for their families, you know, because a lot of us didn't grow up with our dads, yeah. you know, unfortunately, but, you know, but there, I always like to focus on more on the ones that were there, yeah. you know, and it's always good to hear those stories about the men that, um, did stand up in the paint, you know, for their children, man, so, like I said, once again, shout out to Pops, man. Yeah, but um, how would you say that relationship that you had with your dad, how does that translate over into where you are now as as a parent of your own children? How did that relationship with your dad, um, how does it influence what you do with your own children? Uh, truthfully, it, it developed. It allowed me to talk to them more. Yeah. I've always been one of those parents, you know, even having an older child. I always wanted to talk to them and not really give them too much information, but give them enough information where they can kind of make a decision, like give you, op- you know, a chance to weigh your options. So I, I'm I'm very transparent. I try not to be too transparent because yeah. sometimes your kids can, you know, they can know too much grown folk business yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then they can, they won't understand how it works. So they'll go to questioning and they may think it's okay. So I've learned to be honest with my kids and, and just be able to talk to them and and admit when I'm wrong. If I'm if I'm off base with something, you know, whether I you know whether I done disciplined them or got on to them about something, you know, after I sit around and think about it, I'll go back to them and I say, Hey man, hey y'all come in here, man, y'all come in here. So I said, Daddy just wanna apologize. I said, I, I shouldn't have lost my cool. There's no excuse for it. And I don't let y'all know I'm sorry. And kids are forgiving, man. They, man, you can whoop your ridiculous. child today, and five <laughs> seconds later they coming back. Daddy, I love you. And it's like all the time. Yeah. So it, it's 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 just one of the things that I've, that's one thing I've learned to just be able to talk more and 
not use. I try not to use old methods anymore. Yeah, you know, because I can't say I ain't never had to spank my kids because you know that's how I grew up. Mm-hmm. I didn't get I didn't get a lot of whoopings because I saw my my siblings getting a lot of whoopings. So I said, you know what, I don't want no part of that. Yeah, <laughs> so I just chose real. to you know <laughs> try to behave myself and and do everything I can to make sure that my mom and my dad you know see me as you know not disappointing them or not shaming them in any type of way. That's why I would try to be well behaved in school or if I went to a friend's house or one of my mom's friend's house, hey, I'm going to make sure I take care of, I'm going to be good because I don't want them calling and saying, hey, your son was doing X, Y, and Z. So as far as with them, I just want them to have a, the same sense of, look, I'm not going to be mad at you, but I do want you to know that there's something that I expect from you. Mm-hmm. you know, and I want you to continue to try to reach that. Straight you up. ain't got to be perfect out the gate. I don't expect you to be. I'm not. And I Straight never up. will be. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, that's, that's one thing. Um, you know, that I turned out to use that as fuel to, you know, to try to just parent differently and just to continue to, to move forward and learn more and, and listen more and, you know, and just try to break old traditions. <laughs> that's real. Yeah. Man, that's um, something you were saying to them, man. Lately, bro, you know, I've been struggling so much. Um, like, I've just been real angry at the house. You know, my kids just seem like, you know, they're getting older now. You know, I got this, you know, my daughter going to be eight next year. I mean, next month. And I got this five-year-old and this four-year-old. Man, bro, listen. <laughs> it just seemed like. I cannot get through to get them to understand. <laughs> just simple stuff. I'll yeah. be asking them, man, bro, just clean your room up. Yeah. Just clean. Like, listen, that's, man, if I come home and I see your room clean, man, daddy will be in heaven. Yeah. Like, I ain't going to mess good. with you. I'm good with that. And I, like, and I'm just always like, hey, man, make sure your room clean. Make sure your room clean. Hey, go in there and pick this up off the floor. Make sure. And, man, the other day, <laughs> listen, I lost my cool, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like I was trying to explain to my wife, man, you know, I'm like, sometimes, bro, it just be, and and I think I do know, I feel like I be having my own answers, but it's like, I, I for one, this month in my class, I uh, in school I have I've been taking two classes this month. I'm yeah. used to only taking one class, class a month. Yeah. Um, I'm in an accelerated program, so yeah. every class is one month. Yeah. So this month I'm taking two classes. Yeah. You know, one of those rare months when I do that. Yeah. And man, so I just been overloaded yeah. with um schoolwork. Um. The job is getting a little tougher this month. Yeah. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on at the job. Probably a lot of turnover. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's crazy, man. We yeah. got some new systems they they're yeah. bringing in. It's so work has been rough, especially last week. Yeah. So I got all of that going on. That's why, um, if anyone pays attention to this podcast, y'all know I haven't done a podcast since um the beginning of the month. Yeah. I had to take a couple weeks off because I literally needed. Some time, yeah. like to get my mind straight, man. I was just, I'm like, man, I, I just need a break, I'm trying to just focus. But man, when I t- I got, I got home the other day, man, and I'm just, I told the kid, hey, listen, man, daddy got some homework to do. 
all I want asking y'all to do is clean your room, man. <laughs> Just give me a couple hours. Daddy gotta go in here and focus. And my wife was still at work. Yeah. This was this was Thursday. So Thursdays are like her long days. So yeah. she worked, she get off at eight on Thursday. So I'm literally with them. I got home with them probably three o'clock. So I'm there all day. Yeah. And man. <laughs> Oh yeah. my God, bro! Listen, after a couple hours, I came out that room, and I seen that the rooms weren't clean. Oh no! I just lost it, bro. Like I, I just, I, I totally lost it. I took everything out the room, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, listen, I took everything. Like all they got in the room right now is a bed and clothes. You see, y'all took. That's all you Nothing else. And I totally, I totally understand, man. And I can honestly say, bro, in the last probably, and I think a lot of men, especially black men, are experiencing this for the last maybe couple of years. We, we, I personally think we've been living with a low level of anxiety to the point that it's starting to manifest itself into our norm, you know, our normal routines of things, man. Mm-hmm. Everything from seeing the police killing, you know, to the George Floyd thing. Mm-hmm. Brianna Taylor, Sandra Bland. We can go on and on with all these people, you know, losing their lives behind police brutality. And it got like I think the George Floyd thing was the was kind of like the last drop in the bucket mm-hmm. for a lot of men because now we like, yo, so we literally don't have to be doing anything. We can be in handcuffs and we still can lose our life. Mm-hmm. And it, I believe spiritually, it's a shockwave through through a lot of us, man. And mm-hmm. we've been we've been living with a a low level of anxiety, even dealing with the pandemic now. Mm-hmm. So now we we're, we're worried about man, they gonna cut my hours, man. Am I gonna be able to make this payment? Like all these things, and in the meantime, we dealing with all that, all that yeah. stuff happening. But you still gotta show up. You still gotta be daddy. You still mm-hmm. gotta be husband. You still have to be, you know, the example. You have to still stand tall. And I do think a lot of times, man, we get so caught up in. Look, I can't let my kids see me sweat. I can't let my kids see me weep. And I can't let my wife see me weep. We have to we have to be vulnerable enough, man, to just say, I can't do it right now. Yeah. We have to. We have to, man, because the more and more, I mean, in one of the last episodes I, I was listening to, man, you were saying, like, man, we, we, we hold so much stuff in, man, that when it finally erupts, it doesn't come, it don't come out like rainbows. It, it mm-hmm. come out like fire. So we have to get to a point, man, where not only we able to talk to each other and talk to the brothers and, you know, and just we, we have to find ways to express that. And people got to understand, like, we're going to express that. Would it be playing ball, you know, working out or doing? That's how I, I my therapy is music. Yeah. You know, I, I pray and I do music. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't even do it for the gratification of, you know, trying to sell music and, and, and the whole industry. I don't care about that. Yeah. I do music, man. Cause that's my therapy. That's how I talk. That's how I express myself. And that's how I get a lot of stuff out. You know, I talk to my wife about certain things, but I have to realize her being a woman, a black woman, a mother, you know, a, a, a certain figure, man, they, she got, she already got to deal with guys. Mm-hmm. So now you got to deal with guys. You got to make sure you be a mother. Then you got, some women who may not even have a personal issue with her, but just the way she carries herself, they may be they may feel inferior, so they're gonna poke and pry at her. So mm-hmm. she has her own stuff to deal with. So All we right. have to find ways to to have balance where 
you know, we listen to each other, man, and we can we can hear when when a brother out, you know, crying out for help, man. We we should always be in tune to say, "Hey, man, I ain't heard from Sean in a while, man. Let me yeah. let me hit him up, man." Or I ain't heard from X Y Z in a while. Let me hit them up. Like I do that now. I just randomly text like some of my partners, bro. Just, hey, man, I just checking on you, man, making sure you good. You know, if you need me, just holler at me. Mm-hmm. And I find myself doing that a lot more, especially with the passing of my with my brother in 2018. He always texts me. My brother was always texting me. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, man, bro, slow down. You you just text me just <laughs> randomly. And then a day came, man, when I didn't get them texts. And it was mm-hmm. like, man, I don't think I don't think I took it for granted, but it was just something that always happened. I, he was always texting me something. And man, I remember one of the last texts I got from him. I think I had texted me and, me and my son playing 2K. And he had made a he had made a my career player that had the um that had my brother likeness and put his yeah. name on everything. Yeah. And I sent him a picture of it. I said, "Hey man, I said I said your nephew love his uncle." Yeah. And he put like, "LOL." He said, "I love him too, man." And that was the last text I ever got from my brother because he ended up passing away later on that week. But it was it was just one of them things, man. Like you have to, we have to be able to not be selfish about ourselves all the time and we have to be considerate of what another brother may be going through because something you may be experiencing I may be experiencing the same thing but we'll never know because we just assume we put on this face of yeah man everything good bro I'm, I'm straight mm-hmm. man the family's good you not straight yeah. <laughs> like, and we have to be vulnerable enough to admit that man and confess that and I'll never forget the one day my wife told me something I had a breakdown you know I don't even remember what it was about man but I was just overwhelmed I just mm-hmm. felt overwhelmed and I didn't lose it, but I just broke down, man. I just, I just ball on the floor. I never forget my wife. My wife had called me. Up. I was talking to her, and I was telling her, "Baby, I'm dealing with that. I ain't got this going on. This going on." And I was going on and on. And I never forget the one thing my wife said, bro. When I mean it clicked after she said it, it clicked. My wife said, "I didn't marry no weak man." All right. And I said, "Okay, all right." Yeah. And right. it, it, it reminded me of, okay, man, you can deal with these things. You don't have to just fall flat. You can deal with these things. You're tough enough. You're built for it. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I, I, I've learned to just continue to be, you know, open and honest, like I said, especially with my kids, man. Just be honest with them. Tell them, hey, listen in, man. Dad, Dad had a rough day. Can y'all, mm-hmm. can y'all please give me some peace today? I just need about 10 minutes. Yeah, give me 10 minutes. Up. And if... They don't understand. If they can't give you them 10 minutes, deal with the five that they gave you. All right, that's real. <laughs> and, and we have to work around that, man, because they don't understand your struggle. They don't understand when you step outside what you got to face every day. All right. I mean, that's before you even get to work. That's so real. So we just have to be able to you know, let them know, hey, man, be be as transparent as possible, but don't put them in grown folks' business like that. Mm-hmm. That's one thing yeah, I try to do, real. man. That's real, man. <clears throat> I love how you talked about your wife, man. Shout out to all the good wives out yes, there. Yes. Y'all listen. Boy, having a good wife. Yeah. <laughs> mm, 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 mm. It ain't nothing like it, man, because, you know, especially being a black man like you just articulated, man. So much that we go through to have a woman there that understands. There you go. And will push you for it because even 
like, like I say, boy, I've been going through it this yeah. just this week. Yeah. Man, I came to my, I was telling my wife the other night, bro. It's probably that same night I went on home with yeah. kids. <laughs> and that was that same night. Yeah. And we were just talking, man, you know, after the kids went to sleep. And I was just like, she was like, why you just been so frustrated? And I'm like, man, I just, I this school stuff, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. I honestly, I'm like, I almost feel like I want to give up. Yeah. Like, for real. Like, I just feel like I just can't deal with this right now, man. And yeah. She was like, you know what? I've been listening to a song today. She put a song on. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I dropped a few tears. Yeah, bro. Broke it. Broke man, it. listen, boy. You know. Power of music. Power of music. She boy. played these two songs. I don't even know what the songs were. Yeah. Boy, when I tell you the song spoke to my spirit. Yeah. And it's it was like I couldn't I couldn't even say nothing else after yeah. that. I'm like, man, dog, like the song spoke specifically to how I was feeling. Yeah. What I needed to be hearing. Yep. And it was just it, I'm over just I, I was overwhelmed by the just like the comfort of it. I'm yeah. like, and I, all I could do is just cry, bro. Just sitting there on the bed, like, man, dang, boy, I gotta get right, man. You know, I'm better than this. I'm talking crazy, you know, and yeah. just went to talking to myself, just yeah. like I'm talking crazy, man. Like this ain't even me. Yeah. You know, like that I ain't like this, man. And you but just being able to even just have a woman there to be able to to Someone that you could get all that stuff yeah. off of your chest. Yeah. And for her to hear you out and say, I understand, but listen Check to this. Check this out. She spoke your language. She spoke that language. She said, I don't need to say nothing <laughs> to this brother. Straight up. Let me push play. Check. You listen to this. This might be able to soothe you. And and, and a lot of time it do, man. And that's why I say I, I love music and I appreciate what music can do, man. But I do understand you have to be cautious with it, too, because... You can sort you can sort of you know put the wrong stuff out there in the atmosphere, mm-hmm. but in your situation at that at that moment, man, that was perfect timing. That was perfect everything, and it allowed you, like I said, to receive what you needed to receive, and it and it and it. I don't know if it turned the gear or it turned the switch or something, mm-hmm. but something clicked in you, and you like, yeah, I I got to do better. All but, right, and and we have to we have we need those moments. That's we need real. those moments, bro, where we say, you know what, I I know I'm good, but I can be better. That's real. I always rate myself a B, but mm-hmm. they give me room for improvement consistently. No matter, some people can say, "Man, you're doing everything right." I don't feel I'm doing it right. So right. I, I got to do more. I got to do better. That's real. That's real. And, and I, I say this, man. That next day, I yeah. got home from work. I told myself, man, well, I don't care if I got to sit on this couch all day. Yeah, I'm gonna get this work done. Yeah, because I had got behind on an assignment. Yeah, and man, I got home Friday probably. Um, about three o'clock, two three o'clock. Man, I sat on that couch from it was two probably two thirty. Shoot, probably to almost eleven that Ooh. night, bro. Literally just I and I knocked out these couple assignments that I needed to do, man. And I'm just like I'm gonna I'm gonna get myself caught up. You know, I know I got a lot of stuff I got to do this weekend. Yeah, man, just say it, bro. You ain't getting up until you done. Yeah. And I sat there from two o'clock to eleven o'clock at night. I had some uh some March Madness on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, put that on mute. Yeah. Got to that work. <clears throat> yeah. You know, kids were good. You know, my wife um surprisingly, I ain't know my wife was gonna be off work that day. She yeah. was off work. So everything, everything just worked, worked out, out. <laughs> so perfectly, bro. I was like, man, you know, and I just felt like God heard that prayer, you know, and it 
I, like I feel like I'm back, you know, and I was that's why I couldn't wait for this today, man, to have this interview. Because like I always tell people, you know, dad, can we talk, man? When they say dad, can we talk? I'm dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I I need to talk sometimes, you yeah. know, and this is, can be therapy for me, man, to be able to talk to another brother. Man. That's good, man. I'm, I'm, well, I'm glad I can be that man, that that pillar and that, that ear that you can lean on and speak with, man. And by me being an older cat, man, I feel like I'm, I'm I done transcended to OG mode now. Yeah. So it's like. OG status, baby. Yeah, I, I gotta have number of wisdom. I gotta have number of wisdom in the chamber for yeah. you, man. So, but yeah, man, this is this this is great, man. I'm glad I'm I'm glad I'm able to you know be some form of influence and some form of encouragement for not only you, man, for anybody else who may who may need to hear these words and they need to hear this podcast, man. That's real, man. Let's switch gears real quick. I want to talk about another dad that's been in the media. Yeah. Um, of course, everybody, um. In this last week or two, you know, everybody been talking about the whole Kirk Franklin situation yeah, yeah. and how he dealt with his son. Yeah. Uh, what were your thoughts on the whole situation, the big debacle that went well, on, man? Well, but at first, when I first heard it, when I first, because I didn't hear none of the audio, I didn't see none of the postings, just a ran, I just randomly heard it. Yeah, and he said Kirk Franklin cussed out his kid, and I was like, man, that's messed up. But then once I started getting information, trying to figure out. Oh, so this ain't just a random act. This is something mm-hmm. you know he's been fighting with and dealing with. So I start, once I got the details, I sat back and I started analyzing. Out the gate, and I think I, I think I seen a uh, posting that you that you put where you're like, nobody should talk to anybody that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand we get frustrated, we get tired, man, but you know words can hurt, so we do have to be choosy with our words. Mm-hmm. And frustration is real. <laughs> so we do know Super it's going to be time where we we may erupt and it's it's not a it's not a malicious thing it's when we erupt it's it's more like i need you to listen it's like you you just want to grab somebody and say man listen to what i'm telling you i'm trying to tell you to do the right thing i'm trying mm-hmm. to tell you this that and the third and it doesn't come out that way that's real so when i, I i'm twofold with it because yeah you know like you shouldn't you shouldn't lash out at people like that. Not even just your kids, man. Well, it's an adult. Because if, if my dad talked crazy to me like that, I'm I'm gonna feel a certain way about it. Yeah. Like, like you go off on me like that, and yeah. I and I feel like we're, we're it's a generation of kids that don't understand how much of an effect that can have on a person when you go to putting personal business out there. You can't right. you can't let everybody in on y'all because you want to prove a point that you're right about the person because of the way you see them. Mm-hmm. You see them, oh, they did this, they didn't do that, so I'm going to let everybody know that they're not what everybody think it is. And it's like, no, you see them that way. Mm-hmm. We don't know nothing about that man's personal life. I All just right. like Stomp. <laughs> so it's like, I, I like Smile, I like Stomp, yeah. I like his music. So I don't hold him to the standard of what other people may hold him to. Mm-hmm. I just listen to these cats' music, man. You, you, people got to start separating the art from the artist now, because okay. I don't look talk too, about it. Yeah, listen, you, you know that's real yeah. talk, bro. Because we a lot of times we get so caught up in the personality behind the music and the perception. Like one, one of my favorite, one of my favorite artists is, is Ti. Yeah, and I don't know this brother personally. All right. I don't know nothing about him. I used to get caught up in. The moves that he made, and whether it be you no know, certain deals and uh, um, 
the reality show that he may do and just see how he interact with his kids. I'm like, you know what, man? He might be an all right guy. But then when you listen to his music, you get a whole nother perception yeah. of what type of person he is. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I if I don't know this guy, I can't sit there and try to hold him to a standard. So if he slip and fall, if he do something, or he make a decision, whether it be in his marriage, his family, his life, oh, man, T.I. done disappointed me, man. He did X, Y, and Z. And it's like, I, I can't hold him to that because mm-hmm. that's his life. Whatever he, he decided to do, he just so happened to be on TV a lot more than me. So I can't really look at him as an example of, of certain things because I don't know him personally. People that may know him personally may vouch for him. Hey, man, no, he a legit guy, man. He just made some poor decisions. Mm-hmm. That's fine, but I can't hold him to a standard. You know, to get back to Kirk, it's the same way for me. I don't know how Kirk act when that camera go off. Straight or up. when the mics go off. So I can't hold him to the standard of that's a man of God. You shouldn't be doing this and uh, you shouldn't be Hey, listen in, man. My imperfection makes me perfect. Yeah. Because if if I was walking around perfect man, people don't understand the weight that you carry. Mm-hmm. Even I even I would put um say when, when you get when you got your pastoral position. Yeah. All of a sudden it probably felt like, okay, now everybody's gonna expect something from me. Mm-hmm. They're going to expect me to walk this way and talk this way and do this thing. And it, and it, it applies such a pressure of you becoming what they want and not who you are. Mm-hmm. And we have to realize, like, look, man, me being broken, that's what that what makes me. That what makes me good in God. I, because I, now I know I always need him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and with Kirk, man, it just is such a. It's such a mess, messy thing that. If you don't understand the relationship that he may have with his son or whatever they may have went through up to this point, we can't really keep casting judgment, man. And I think you had said okay. something about um before about it's some people that ain't seen their kids in months. And y'all got the nerve to sit up there and try and judge this man right. or y'all ain't talk to y'all kids. Me, Straight up. I'll be I'll be told I'll be transparent and be honest with you, man. I got an older child, my oldest daughter. I haven't seen her in a while. Yeah. And it's not because of anything of I've done or what I've said. It's just as she got older, our relationship changed. Yeah. And, you know, I I'm, I have faith and I believe that eventually things will get mended and we'll get back together. And I never stop loving her, never stop praying for her. But at the same time, man, I have to accept what it is. Yeah. Like, this is where it is right now. And I just put it in the Lord's hand and I toss it up and say, you know what? I, I let you deal with it. I mm-hmm. deal with it how I deal with it on my end. And whatever comes about, comes about. I just continue to pray for them, pray for their safety and her protection and pray that she cover. Mm-hmm. Like I said, with Kurt's situation, man, is we shouldn't be so quick to throw stones. Mm-hmm. And we, we just got to realize, like, man, he human, man. He he. Every day that man probably got to wake up praying, Lord, please let me not cut somebody out today. Right. We never know that. Really? So that may be a prayer for him. But he get on, he get on wax and, you know, he produced some great music, man, that, mm-hmm. you know, still live to this day. I ain't finna cancel him. <laughs> <laughs> That's real, though, man. You know, I I just feel like so many people just started throwing this out there, throwing that. And I'm just like, man, at the end of the day, we don't know that, man. Yeah. You know, and I got my own issue. I got my own, like, yeah. I'm going through it at my own house. Uh, like, with your kids. With they my little. Kids. Yeah, I got these. Man, I ain't. Man, I ain't, hey, bro, Kurt. Man, Kurt don't know me. Yeah, yeah. I don't know Kurt, and majority of the people that I know, 
I can almost guarantee y'all don't know him either. Yeah. And and that's my thing. It's like I just only, I pray that the people that do know him, the men that are in his circle, yeah. would be there for that brother yeah. and hold him accountable. Yeah. Um, you know, pick that brother up and help him. Yeah. Because obviously he's dealing with some real stuff. Yeah. You know, he talked about how he's tried to go to the therapy with the son and all that. Yeah. It's like obviously he he understands that there's a problem, problem there, there. And he's yeah. trying to fix it. And it's like, man, I already know. With the little problems that I have with my little baby. You can only imagine. <laughs> you know, like, and I'm trying, you know, every day trying to be better. And I'm talking with other brothers about it, you know, and I'm trying to get feedback. And, you know, because I, I want to be better. So, obviously, the brother wants to be. I mean, yeah. just from the outside looking in, it seems as though he wants to do better. Man, that man had a moment that was caught on camera, which obviously... It shouldn't have never got out. Shouldn't never got because out. Because like, if, if me and you having a personal conversation, I don't expect for it to pop up on the podcast. If, if I don't pull you aside and say, "Hey, man, I just I just need to talk to you," and whether it's a trying to expose him or try to reveal something like maliciously, you go behind my back and say, "Man, I'm edit this right in there, man," because this yeah. this goes right and good with the conversation. But it's like, man, I I told you that in confidence. I didn't want you to put that out there. Yeah, and. That's why it's like I feel a certain way about what you know his son did. Like, like, dude, that's you didn't have yeah, to. You didn't have to do that. that. And that's the thing that that that's the one of the only things that bothered me about him. Because man, people gonna feel how they feel, and I I never tell anybody how they should feel about whether it be yeah. their their father, their mother, their parent. I can't tell nobody that man. I don't know your situation. You know what I mean? Me and you, we talked before about you know I've heard you said you know stuff about people that you know that you know their relationship may not be great. With one of their parents, mm-hmm. so I can't sit here and tell them, man, you should still love your mama because regardless and this that. And I'm like, I don't know if it, if that if his mama put him through all type of hell, man. Like you never yeah. know, he may feel a certain way about it. So I just think the whole the whole thing of just bashing this man and and coming down on him, it's like y'all y'all gotta let that go, man. Y'all y'all we have to focus on encouraging. And, and even if he is a celebrity, man, pray for that brother, right. man. Pray Straight for that brother. We don't know what he he's had, had to sacrifice or what he had to do to to get himself to the position where that he's in, where he can pay for colleges, pay for you know people to go to school, and you know provide a life for his kids. Like you can't, like you want to take all that take all that away or get that man canceled for what? Like what? What's the end? What's the end game for that? And just so we can say. You know, or look at, I think for the people outside the church, it's like, I think they get a, they get a, um, I think people feel better about things that they do when they see people that's in the church do certain do things. Certain things yeah. It's like you get a certain comfort, like, well, shoot, you know, they, look at what they're doing, yeah. you know, so it, it, they get a, they get a joy out of that. You know, because it's like, well, you know, the the pastor did this, and it's like, like you, you are you really sitting around, like real deal, hoping that yeah. somebody fall, like, yeah. yeah, especially, and then what what bothered me about when it's black people, like, yeah. why do we wish these things, like, man, we should be praying that that man get right get with right his son, with exactly, like that's all the first thing I thought about it. I'm like, dang, like. I can't imagine having that relationship like that with my son. Like yeah. that would just it, it would it would honestly bother me knowing that I don't have this good relationship with my son. Yeah. 
and now all of these other people putting this stuff out here yeah. and like egging it on. It's like, yeah. man, bro, listen, I'm going through it with yeah. this man. Like y'all don't, y'all still don't get it. Like, and and like I say, man, a part of that is just you know being considerate and being concerned. And I think that's a lost art in in society today, man. Like people don't really care about the next man. It's mm-hmm. like I gotta get me. I gotta do me. I can't worry about the next man. And it's like, no, we, we should worry about the next man because if, if me and my brother run in the same race and he go to falling behind, I should be willing to say, hey, bro, no, 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 man, we can do this, man. Let's do this. I should be able to lift you up and encourage you to run with me. I shouldn't look back and say, oh, well, man, you know, that man got his own problem, da, 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 I got mine. It's like, to a degree, you want to say, yeah, you should just worry about yourself, but at the same time, man, it's like once you once you reach a certain level, man, you should always be considering and concerned for the next man. Because if you straight, mm-hmm. it, your family straight, like everything gonna be fine. Once you get mentally and spiritually, once you once you once you get yourself aligned and balanced, you're gonna be fine. Everything gonna fall in place. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what my brother might be going through over here. Right. Like I I need to make sure I'm able to to be concerned about him i can say oh man yeah that's his stuff no we have to be willing to to make that sacrifice of time whether it be time you know we spoke about phone calls and texts and just saying hey man you good you need Mm -hmm. to just talk and you got to be willing to listen man and you ain't got to handle feedback all the time like you may just call like bro i just need to i just need to let some stuff out and then by the time you're done you're like man i'm glad i called you that you ain't have to say nothing you just listen Straight up. We have to be willing to do that, man. And like and especially like I say with black men, we have to just get to the point where we, we are we actually are concerned about our brothers, man. Mm-hmm. We already got enough stacked against us. So, so we, much, we don't need each other to be stacked against us. That's real. Man, now when you just said that, I think I wanna I wanna give a point about marriage real quick. Yeah. Cause something you just said made me think um how you say at times we don't always have to give this feedback now for all my brothers out there that's married or uh looking to be married or just in a relationship relationship hack right here that very thing you just said i think a lot of men i hear a lot of men say i just don't understand women and i used to say this all the time i just don't understand women how they come to you and they give you all of this stuff, come to you with all these problems and things that they got going on. And then I give them an answer and then they get mad. Yeah. <laughs> I literally used to just be like, like, so, like you asked me a question. <laughs> like I real deal just yeah. gave you a whole like layout yeah. to solve what you had going on. And yeah. now you mad you with mad me because I gave you an answer. <laughs> and it's like, and it used to bother me. Until I read a book one time called uh, For Men Only. Yeah. You a man, go check that book out, man. It's a small book, probably not even 200 pages. Yeah. I don't think. It's called For Men Only. And there's a women version of it called For Women Only. If you're married, I would advise you and your wife to read it. It's very good. Good, very good stuff, man. Um, But one point that was made in the book, it said how at times, Women, if your woman comes to you with, like we just said, all of these things, and she just 
coming and she want to talk. Sometimes the best answer is no answer, no answer at all. <laughs> Just let her know that you heard her. Man, babe, you know I'm sorry that happened. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Man, they ain't try you with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And then for them to know that you heard them, man, they... That's the key. You actually have to listen to what they're saying. Don't just tune them out when they start talking and then just throw out random, man, that's messed up. You can't do, you can't hit them with a bunch of, that's crazy. And, yeah. and then we actually say, well, what did I just say? You need to actually listen to what she, what she trying but to what say. But what was she asking that? And you can't answer that? You don't made it worse. <laughs> you don't made like, it even worse. To me. Like, for real. And man, that's something that I have learned, yeah. bro. Still trying to get better with that. But at times, like I remember this few months back, man, my wife came home. She, I guess she had a bad day at work. Yeah. And she just going on and on and on and on and on. And I listened. And at the end of it all, I hugged her and was like, all right, bro. It's like, it won't be okay. Hey, you know, it, it, it'll be all right. Yeah. And boy, when I tell you that thing made her day, because like the, the book was saying, women already be having the answers. Yeah. They already know what they need to do yeah. to solve the problem. They don't, that ain't the, the issue. They just, they just want to know that you're hearing them. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes, you know, I try to do that with my brothers. Like, like if I'm at work and a brother got something going on, like, I just want to hear you out, bro. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes I know cats be knowing, like, certain stuff they'll tell me. I'm like, bro, you already know what you need to do, bro. Yeah. But you might just need somebody to hear you out, bro. You. Yeah, needs might tell you that. Yeah. And I let them brothers talk, boy. Get it off your chest, my boy. Yeah. Get it off your chest, and after that, like, all right, bro. Hey, you need me, bro. You got my number. A lot of time when you talk, you'll you'll talk yourself into your own solution. Mm-hmm. But like you say, you just need somebody just to listen to you. So now instead of you just talking to yourself and you trying to figure it out, you got somebody hearing you out. So when you get to a point where you'll say something like. Yeah, man, and I should have just should have just took my time, you know, articulated what I was saying, man, and then went back and apologized immediately, man. Then like, dang, yeah. it took for me to talk to somebody <laughs> else to say what I what I should have just known to do. So, uh-huh. yeah, man, man. Um, why is it so hard, you think, for some men to ask for help? Like, why is it that we a man know he needs some help, but why is it so hard for us to just be like, man, bro, listen, I'm going through it. Yeah. Why, like, why do you think that's something that even exists within, like, with men, like, and what would you say to a man that does need that help, man, and he's seeking that, he's seeking, you know, guidance, you know, he might be a married man, he might be, you know, a dad, and, like, what do you think? Like, or do you even believe that a man should vent to his, you know, his his circle? Yeah. You know, like, why is it that we don't talk like we need to? It's, it's, you know, generations of pride and immaturity and not taking stuff serious and not understand. And, and just we've been groomed in a certain fashion where even little things like, oh, man ain't supposed to cry. Mm-hmm. 
I followed that for years until I realized, like, no man, I'm I'm a sob story boy. I will right. I will break down and let it out whenever <laughs> I need to let it out. So, yeah. but we've been groomed to that point, man. And it's been over generations, and you know we have to remain tough, man. So even if you see a brother dealing with something, man, you don't know how to approach him without mm-hmm. without it coming off or sounding offensive or feeling like, oh man, why why you want to know all my business? It's like we're and we become like one brother may genuinely just be trying to come to to help, and then one getting defensive because they haven't experienced that whole, "Hey, Charles, you all right?" or "Hey, Ray, you all right?" They they haven't experienced that, so they they get defensive. Like, man, man, no, nah, you don't need to know everything I got going on. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of time we've built up that just such a defense mechanism where we just shun it away, and we're like, "Man, I just deal with it. Man, I just deal with it." And I'm, I'm I'm a firm believer in prayer, man. I believe once you pray and you put something in God's hands, you know He'll work it out and He'll place those people in your life that'll help you get through these things. Mm-hmm. And, and it's and it's strange because that's exactly how it works, man. It, it it's not like a magic trick where, Lord, I I just need somebody to talk to right now. I, I'm talking to you, but I got yeah. I gotta get, I gotta get this off my chest and da 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 da. I'm so mad, frustrated, blah blah blah. You may just get a random phone call right after you finish praying. Mm-hmm. Your brother, Kid Ray. Right. Bro, what's up, man? Yeah. Hey, man. <laughs> hey, man. We finna go shoot some hoops, man. You can get loose, man. You can get free, and just you may not even go out there to shoot hoops. Y'all mm-hmm. may just be sitting on the side, yeah, yeah, to me. And next thing you know, it's like, okay, Lord, that was that was you allowing that to happen. Mm-hmm. So, and a lot of time, man, we we have to be <clears throat> equipped and open to seeing the signs of what God is doing and what He's moving around in our lives, and not be so caught up in what we're dealing with that we can be vulnerable enough to say, okay. I'm t- I'm gonna open my eyes. I'm gonna be I'm taking the blinders off. And look, okay. Mm, got this piece of paper over here. Let me just start writing my thoughts. And you may write your thoughts may turn into a song. A song may turn into something that may help mm-hmm. somebody else. Like all these things are orchestrated in the background, and you don't even realize like what type of how how the Lord is placing you in positions to do certain things for other people. Because in spite of what you're dealing with, mm-hmm. your testimony, your story, or whatever you're dealing with can help somebody else, man. So He may be using your pain. To help heal somebody else, and it's like it's, it's mind blowing to to, to think about it, man. That you know we we we've been conditioned a certain way, and God, like you don't have to be conditioned that way. You, it's okay to say, "Hey, bro, I'm 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 having a rough day," or just calling somebody, man. Like we can't be afraid of rejection. Yeah, we can't be afraid of. Oh man, I don't want to hear that. We can't be mm-hmm. afraid of hearing it because it's gonna be some people who are just selfish and they like, man, I don't care about your problem. Straight Those up. people exist. But mm-hmm. the right person will be orchestrated to be put in your life. Whenever you do call them or hit them up, they'll say, hey, man, you know, I was just thinking about you, man. Mm-hmm. Man, how's everything going? Man, I don't want to talk you off, but <laughs> I'm just saying I've been dealing with a few things. Yeah. Oh, man, what's going on? You, and, right. then that, and that opens that door. But as men, we have to get to the point, man, we can't be defensive and think people just want to know our business, man, because it's a lot of brothers that's suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be with mental illness or, you know, spiritual illness and mm-hmm. confusion. And we have to be willing to to just take that time and say, man, I, I just need somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. We have to. It, it ain't, it ain't it's, it's, it's 2021. What we used to do 20 and 30 years ago, it don't work Can't no more. doing that. I mean, I equate that to the way, you know, way things happen at people's job. We can't expect the same way we run you know do things at our job to still work 20 years later because mm-hmm. everything done evolved everything mm-hmm. done sped up so the way you may way a person may manage you may manage with an iron fist and strict and stern it's like you can't really 
do that now because people aren't tolerating it. People mm-hmm. aren't. They're like, no, man, it's, it's another way to do this. And that's how we have to approach it with um with our brothers, man. And whether we're giving information, giving advice, or we're receiving it, we have to approach it differently and say, I can't just sit up here and talk about sports and then think that's going to solve my problem. Man, all right. <clears throat> that's so real, bro. And that's why I make it my thing. If anybody know me, <laughs> a lot of the guys at the job will tell you guys I work with, man, they know me, I'm going in at work. Yeah. I mean, man, you be in a mod and in a little mod with me, and we yeah. working together, and we go to talking. I'm gonna let it. I'm putting it all out there, you yeah. know. Especially if it's somebody that I'm used to talking with. Yeah, man, listen, boy, boy, I got some stuff going on, bro. Yeah. You know, and I yeah. and, and I just like to get that stuff off of me because I be knowing, like I say, it's hard when I go home. You know, because I know as soon as I get off, I got to go get these kids. You got to switch gears. <laughs> man, so it's like when I'm at work and I see the opportunity, you know, to be able to just get it off me, yeah. you know, and just be honest. And I and I, and I realized that because people know I'm like that and they know I ain't scared. Like, I don't walk around like, oh, I got it all together. Like, yeah. nah, bro, listen. I tell you straight up, man. I'm quick to tell you, boy. Yeah. I ain't got it. I ain't, I ain't got, got it, it all figured out, now. Figure you know, and, and I ain't even gonna sit here and act like that in front with you like that. Yeah. I'm gonna be straight up with you from the beginning, and I realize that that helps other brothers open up. Yeah, now, you know, because they know, like, man, boy, he that man always be be honest. He gonna if he don't do anything else, he, he gonna, gonna be, be honest. He gonna with be real with me, man. And man, I just have so many great conversations with men. You know, just. Just those intimate conversations that nobody will never know about. Yeah. You know, we we just sit up there and we talk about everything, man. And But it's like I see them with other people in the job and it's like they put up this this wall. It's like they're not getting they're not getting fed at that moment. And it, it's 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 people don't want to believe it, man, but the spiritual world is so real. And, it, mm-hmm. and it's a thin line between reality and spirituality, man, because you can sense a good spirit about a person, man. Yeah. And you can sense when a person is crying, like, especially when, you know, when you become, you know, when you try to become closer to God, God, he, right. he'll open that, that third eye to the point where you're like, oh, no, I can see that this person is in distress. Mm-hmm. We'll walk, we'll walk on a day-to-day basis, man. And you, it may be somebody at work that you're, you're more spiritually connected to. Mm-hmm. They may not be on the same walk as you. But All you're right. more spiritually connected man, to this person crazy. because they can say something and you'd be like, man, they understand me. That's real. <laughs> and then you have somebody who may understand you on a different level where maybe maybe just strictly sports or maybe strictly, you know, politics or whatever. So y'all can communicate that way. But it's the difference in that is you're getting fed mm-hmm. with that person that you're spiritually connected to. And you have to constantly find those find those people who can that you can feed and they can feed you, man. Because when you pour in people's life, believe it or not, something that you say that may seem light to you, mm-hmm. it may be the biggest thing to them to the point where it may change their whole entire perspective of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I, had, I when I used to have a conversation with some people at work, and we always talked about church, and you know, and. and Oh, I don't go to church. Oh, I go to church every day. Oh, I read the Bible. Oh, I don't read the Bible. I didn't know a couple of scriptures. Like when 
I have those conversations. It's like, okay, so what did you get from it? Mm-hmm. And it's always the people who say, oh, I go to church every every day and every mm-hmm. Sunday. And every, it'd be them people that when I ask that question, they'd be like, what do you mean? That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> what did you get from that? Like, yeah. what, 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 have, what did you read that you can take out of that? out of that text and apply it to your life to make you a better person or even encourage somebody else. That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for the people who, who can read read the word and say, okay, man, I, I, now I got something tangible I can I can give somebody. Mm-hmm. I can I can change the way I walk. Even if it's a syllable of something that I say, now I sound different. Now people can say, man, there's something different about you. It's a different glow about you, man. You know, it, you just look so positive. You look so happy. And a lot of times we get so caught up in just the 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 fundamental point of of how people how people carry themselves and, and the things like you said at work that we don't sense that that connection for them to be fed it just it's shallow everything is just shallow and it's just just casual conversation man but like you said you're running to the right people man that need that need that need to be fed and need that energy and once you you you'll feel it in your spirit and people need to get hip to it ain't nothing magical. It ain't nothing mystical about it, man. It's Straight it's up. real. <laughs> it's Straight real. Up. So I mean, it, and it's funny, bro, because I was thinking, like I said, I met Rashad years ago. I think you was legit. Yeah. But when I, because I you know, like I said, I worked with your brother and I worked yeah. with your uncle, and you know, so you've always been around. But now to watch you, you know, as you got older and just watch you grow, because Kid Ray used to always talk about you, man. Yeah. I always talk, about, man, man, my brother, this, my brother, that, da 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 da. And Shout out to my dog Kid, Kid Ray. Ray. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's it's just funny to 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 realize like even in the the moments where I may see you like just you know, just at the court, you know, just playing ball or you know you just coming just just being around, you just being around from meeting you there to meeting you at the church with, with Pastor Duncan and mm-hmm. like all of these things, just meeting you around. Like somehow we've always had a connection. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we ain't in each other's face every day or every yeah. other day. But it's still some kind of spiritual connection where it's like, okay, this brother fed me with something. I know I can feed him with something. So it's always going to be some kind of connection that we have together. And lo and behold, that done manifested in, you know, 10, 15, 10, 11 years later. <laughs> like, we sitting down doing this, man, because it, it's, it's, what you're doing is impactful. And, you know, we just got to get to the point, man, where we realize, like, this is it's such a sensitive time and such a sensitive thing that you have to be able to, Try to discern, you know, good spirits and look for that. Don't look for, you know, mm-hmm. who, who who agrees with me or right. who goes along with me or who sides with me. You got to look for somebody who can be able to let you know, like, man, you dare wrong for that. You mm-hmm. have to look for that. And you know what's so funny? Now I want to say this to all my brothers out there that are in the church and uh, are believers and... Um, whatever we want, we gonna call it ourselves. For those that are spiritual, man, it's so important for us to be light. Because whether we believe it or not, there are people that truly, truly, truly want that type of energy from us. They want that type of vibe from us, man, and they're looking for that. I was talking with a brother, um. The other week at work. Now, this is a guy, you know, I ain't got to say no name, mm. but man, this guy, super funny dude, cool cat, man. He, he a little older. And uh, 
always joking, you know, real cool dude, man. He's so cool, man. I love that brother. And um, me and him were just sitting back, like I told you, we all be sitting back, talking, 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 talking. And I forgot what we was even talking about that day, but I mentioned something about my relationship that I had with my uh with my pastor, my former pastor. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, me and him, we don't see eye to eye anymore on a lot of things, but I was like, I'll never say that that man didn't help me in so many ways, yeah. especially when I first came into the faith. Yeah. I was like, he was the first person that really took me in and was like giving me like, he was like the first man that I ever could like look to for guidance. Yeah. Like real dude, like, this man had children, got a wife and all that. Yeah. And I was willing to listen to him. Yeah. And he helped me in so many ways to become the man who I became, you know, just having those conversations with him and uh him just holding me accountable for certain things and just just having that relationship with a man, it was just it was real. Yeah. It was just so real, bro. And I was like, you know, Regardless of where me and him are today and the things we can see, I can never say that the man wasn't there for me yeah. at times, you know, especially in them, them crucial times, you know, like them first three to five years yeah. in the faith where I was like really like, dang, where I was like really trying to grasp yeah. like the concept of this faith, bro, and just trying to stay grounded and rooted and... Man, the dude was like, man, and he was like, listen, well, I wish I had. He was like, bro, I want that. Yeah. And he and, and he he said, why can't I ever run into people like that? Mm. He was like, all the all the pastors that I've come in contact with, you know, he was like, you know me, bro, you know me. Yeah. He was like, you know, I be ready, I be chasing that, chasing that tail. Yeah. He was like, so they'll see me chasing the tail and be like, well, I'm trying to go hang out with you. Yeah. And I was like, man, real quick, he was like, no, for real. He was yeah. like, almost every pastor that I've come in contact with, you know, be like, yeah, I'm trying to come hang out with you. Or, yeah. or I'm trying to come come over there and have a drink with you. And, yeah. And he'd be like, for what? Like, yeah. Bro, I, I want you to help me, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't need you know, all like, that, man. He was like, I got that already. Like, yeah. I got other people to do it. He was like, but I need somebody that's going to push me away from yeah. out here chasing women. Yeah. He was yeah. like, but they come to me talking about they looking for where they at. Yeah. That's, and I was like, no, bro. And it just, that thing, it, it, it I was like, I think dang, once bro. we peel back the layers of, of, you know, position and whether it be pastoral or bishops and elders. Like once we peel back the level of that, we have to understand that they that's a that's an umbrella they operate under within the constructs of the church, mm-hmm. and and it places people in positions for whenever you need. Like I need to talk to somebody. Yeah, that's the person, that's you, the person can, yeah. you talk to. I think at the end of the day, man, we have to accept the fact that these are still human beings. These yeah, are still that's real. People that have their own issues that they're dealing on day to day and, you know, adultery and 
and fornication, all that stuff. Like, it's still real. It's yeah, listen. Yeah. It's still real. <laughs> that's still that's still a real thing. Don't yeah. think just because everybody talk about sex every five seconds on something, yeah. it's it's nothing wrong. Like man, there's reasons why God yeah. say, look at man, save it for one. That way you won't have all these problems Ooh, running around. Right there. There's a reason why it happens. So, and, and I I think that people have to accept the fact that yeah. you know people are gonna do what they do anyway, regardless of whether you're. You know, you consider yourself a, a pastor, or a bishop, a deacon, or whatever title you want to call yourself. People are still human beings. They have a day to day process and a day to day practice that they have to implement to be, you know, be better and, yeah. and draw closer to God, man, and, and closer to godliness and righteousness. Because I I had to learn that probably maybe once I returned back into you know getting back in my faith, it was maybe probably about a year. I started to look around and I started seeing the cliche of things and the and the routine of things. I'm like, wait a minute, man, there's gotta be more than this faith than just, you know, me going to church and going to they sing mm-hmm. praise and worship, jumping around and shouting, screaming, shouting, then hearing the pastor get up there screaming, shout, wait, 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 it's got to be more to this than, right. than just the cliche normal stuff. And 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 I give you an example, the reason what, what what really what really struck me is I seen one of my, one of the brothers who remain nameless. <laughs> yeah. I seen a brother from the church one day. I think it was like I think it was a department store or something like that. I just happened to run into him. And I guess this this one of the this this was just a brother who was high ranking and everything. So when I ran into him, I said, Hey, hey, Pastor such and such or Deacon well, I don't even remember what he was, but I remember, hey bro, how you doing? Da 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 And the brother didn't know how to approach me because yeah. we weren't in the in the right. in the in the constructs man. of the church. And I'm like, hey, he like, hey, how you doing, brother brother Thorn? Say man, I'm good, man. How you doing, man? It's, it's funny seeing you here. I think it was in Ross or something like that. And we were just, and I was like, yeah, man, it's good to see you. Da da da. da. How's everything? And he was like, yeah, everything's good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, good seeing you. Yeah, yeah, good seeing you, man. And it messed me up. I'm like, um, so what was that? <laughs> and you know, the more and more I thought about it, bro, I started saying, oh, okay, I get it. He's religious. So he nah, understands. Right. He understand like he. It's a setting that that's needed for him to be able to operate. And there's nothing against people who. Yeah. who that's how they. That's how they roll. That's part of who they are and their personality. Yeah. Some people need that structure, but it just it just brought brought to the forefront of, okay, man, these are human. These are just regular human beings. So I can't. I can't take the pastor and put him on his pedestal of a, of a demigod and mm-hmm. look at him as as oh he's closer to God than I am. All right. I mean, he'd probably be held accountable because he took on the role of, you know, shepherding, you know, shepherding the sheep. So mm-hmm. you you have to, when you say I want to be a pastor, eh, it's gonna be a lot of blood on your hands okay. if, if you lead them astray. So that's it's it's uh we we as people, man, we gotta stop esteeming these people and holding these people to these to these levels of of their perfection and their relationship and how they carry themselves. There's reasons why God wants you to to walk right up and. And, and and stand strong, but it's a it's a it's certain things we won't stand for. Mm-hmm. So we have to get to the point, man, where we stop looking at these people like, you know what? God has an assignment for me, he has a position for me, he has a purpose for me, so I gotta find that. You're supposed you're here to help me tap into that. Mm-hmm. You show me how, you lead and guide me, you give me the wisdom. Man, I I, I think I know what I want to do, man, but what am I supposed to do? Okay, here's a practice. We're gonna make you on the usher board. Once you become an usher, you can now figure out okay how do i how to approach people mm-hmm. now i know how to talk to people when i run into them i know how to greet them or uh, now you're in the 
you know, you were in the uh, you're in the choir. I know how to sing, but at the same time, I know how to move in in rhythm with other people. I know how to you know work as a team, know how to work mm-hmm. as a unit. Like all these different positions, they're there to help groom you into whatever your purpose is supposed to be. Yeah, and we have to understand that that's what it is, and it's not just a show and an entertainment thing that we just sit there and we just enjoy people singing. Like no, there's a there's a purpose behind every position that that's that's in the in the four walls, and mm-hmm. we have to accept that and stop looking at it as, oh well, I'm this in the church, and you carrying that badge. Like you, okay, you got to see past that. Yeah, that's you. real. Even though, like I said, even knowing you, knowing your pastoral position, man, you you don't walk around like you better than anybody, bro. You, Straight up, you like look, man. Can I help you? I got my own problem, but can I help you? Right. <laughs> so Straight up. And, and I do appreciate. You know the work that you do, man. I even look back at you know the the little community thing with the basketball, man. You have all the guys. We used to have all the guys in the circle, yeah. You know, playing right. right before y'all went and played yeah. ball. And I'm like, man, that something seems so simple, but it, it's impactful, man. Because I, I not only did I see a lot of young brothers, a lot of lo- young brothers of color, I seen a lot of brothers of all type of color. Right. And then it's like, okay, it's one purpose right now. So nobody sees anything else but whatever we're here for, and. We're here to just be amongst each other, man, and just get along, enjoy this day. And we need a lot more of that, man. I, I want to thank you for being a part of the community and doing stuff like that, man. It may it may not seem like a big deal to you. It may seem like a normal yeah. thing. Like, man, I just called a bunch of cats, man, come play ball. Yeah. <laughs> but it meant yeah. something, like, especially when, they, when I seen the pitch. I'm like, yeah. oh, we need to see more of this stuff. Yeah, that's real. Man, it's funny you say that. I was telling my wife, man, I really want to get back. Doing it, you know, I've been so busy the last few years, man. Just like really trying to solidify myself for my family, yeah. And um, I'm just like a lot of the young men that we were mentoring back then, man. Now they're older men. Now yeah. they got kids yeah. and stuff. Now, I, and I see a lot of them, man. And I seen one of them jokers maybe a few months back. I seen him walking down the street. He he, he, he was pushing his son. You know what I'm saying? I said, "Man, that's my dog." I, I whipped my car around. I'm yelling out the window. What's up? He looking like who that is? Yeah. I say, "Man, what's up?" He was like, "Oh shoot, Sean, what's up, man?" And man, we sat there, man. We we talked for a good about thirty minutes, man, yeah. on the side of the road, man. Yeah. We just sitting there talking. I was just just telling him how proud of him I was. Mm. You know, just like you know, yeah, you might be down on yourself and might feel like you know. You ain't doing this in your life. And I'm like, bro, listen, I see you a lot of times walking down the street because he live over about the school where my kids go at. Oh, okay. So I was like, I see you a lot of time, but I don't be having time to stop. Yeah. I said, they, bro, I just had to come holler at you, bro. And I was just like, was just telling him like, man, bro, I'm proud of you, bro. Like, listen, you doing your thing. Like, yeah, yeah, you might not be where you want to be in life, you know, and yeah, you might have some improvements and things that you can do, but I'm like, Dog, you you taking time out. You spending time with your son, bro. And yeah. He has full custody of his son. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, bro, that's a lot of cats that will fold, bro. Yeah. Literally fold in your position. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know he was telling me some stuff he had going on. And I'm like, and I hear all that, bro. And I'm like, and you know I'm here for it. I yeah. said, bro, you are. Boy, you already know no. me. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, it ain't, that ain't nothing. But I'm like. I just wanted to come tell you I'm proud of you, yeah. bro. Like, just seeing you walking down the street with your son, anytime I do, bro, you make me proud. Yeah. Like, and just to see, just to let that, brother. And I, I just wanted to really make it be known, like, 
man, bro, like I love you, bro. Like, yeah. gen- like I know you since we you was a little jit, yeah, yeah. And we out there on go- in, on, on a doing yep. basketball tournaments, yep. you know, like yep. for real. And you know, it's a couple of them from back then when we used to be doing that, man. I know about at least four or five of them right now. That's dads. Now I brought one of them on the podcast, yeah. and um, and I just every time I see them now, you know, they kind of be like. Sit up, yeah, <laughs> like, man, bro. Chill relax, out, bro. Chill relax, relax, bro. Like I ain't, I ain't, you know. Back then, I, I did used to be down on Joker's throat, like man, bro. You got to get right, and I used to be like I was telling the young cat, man. I'm like, you know why I used to be on y'all like that back then? Because yeah. I knew one day you we would be here, yeah. Where we at right now? Yeah. You would have a child, yeah. You know. I knew at some point y'all were gonna, y'all wouldn't always be thirteen and fourteen yeah. year olds. Yeah, you know y'all brothers are gonna be fathers. Yeah, and hopefully one day husbands. Yeah, like, and that's why I used to be on y'all. But I'm like, now you a grown man. I ain't gonna, I ain't finna be on you like that no yeah. more. I'm like, you know, I just want to let you know, bro. I see you. Yeah, I'm proud of you, my boy. I love you. And I'm still here for you, just like I was five years ago. Yeah, them boys need that too, man. I, I ran into a, uh, a young soldier in um, Dollar General one day, and I have a whole nother respect for people that joined the military. I didn't join; that yeah. wasn't my thing. I, I I just didn't see yeah. myself in it. But for the people who who have joined, whether it be the military, Navy, Army, Marines, all of these things, I have such a level of respect for them because. I, I've witnessed, you know, I have a lot of family that joined the military and went in the Army and the Navy and stuff like that. So I knew a lot of people that was willing to go out and sacrifice whatever time, freedom or the, in their life to to fight a fight for me. Like, mm-hmm. I have a different level of respect for it. So I just so happened to run into a guy. He had he had to just come home. Yeah. Like, Went, met with his girl. They in the dollar store picking up some stuff. Young, young guy. But I'm lucky. Yeah. Maybe probably about 20, 21, something like okay. that. Okay. Ain't had no kid, but it was just him and his girl. And, and I'm checking out the line. And I see him just standing there. You know, they got their basket. And as I grab my stuff, man, I turned to the brother and said, Hey, man, I want to let you know I appreciate you. Thank you for your service. And all the work you put in does not go unnoticed. Thank mm-hmm. you. And he and he kind of stood at attention and he was like he was like thank you thank you sir I said you know I thank me thank you and mm-hmm. just probably him he I don't know for sure but maybe him hearing that he probably felt more appreciated of like man maybe I am doing something right because it, it was sure. good to see you know like we even though we're in a position we're in a strange place in society man where people believe lies more than the truth. And you may hear one thing about the military, you may hear something else, but people willing to say, you know what, man, I can't, I can't live in the gutter all my life. Whether he came from a, you know, a, a bad situation or not, he may sound like, man, that's more to life than me doing this. So I'm gonna venture mm-hmm. off and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna do something with myself. I have, a, I have a lot of young cousins that did that, man. And like he, one of my cousins came home and he was like, man, he said, cause I got to see. He said, man, I'm way over in China. Yeah. He said, I never thought I'd be over in China, but. He worked. He was in the navy, mm-hmm. you know. And I think people that that in that in those positions, they need to hear the gratitude mm-hmm. because we don't know what they're dealing with when they ain't over here, bro. So that's real. They need to know for sure. Like we have Veterans Day, Memorial Day, and all these things, but you know we don't turn that into something else. These mm-hmm. people need to know, like, no, we really appreciate your service and all you do, whether you're retired military, 
active military or whatever, or, or thinking about enlisting. We have to respect the fact that, you know, man, y'all making a huge sacrifice, mm-hmm. especially the guys like, you know, that got babies and mm-hmm. got little kids. You are for four or five years, then you come home, you you know, missed a huge chunk. I was just on the last podcast, and you were saying how, you know, when you had went through, you know, your rough patch, mm-hmm. and you didn't see your kids for, for months. And it's like, Mm-mm-mm. I can only imagine, like, especially when you when you you have such a close knit relationship and family that like that meant so much. It may not have been a whole lot, but it probably felt like, man, I'm missing some stuff, man. I'm, I missed a, I missed a lot, and that just shows the sign of what type of father you are, man. And it, it, it's it's encouraging to see that we still have. Whether it be a, a older generation or a younger generation or the generation to come, man, we still have those. The foundation of morality and fatherhood is still is still there, and people aren't just you know casting on. Oh man, we're not doing that no more. This is how we do things. It's like this. You no, know, it's still the foundation of things that's there, man. And it's, it's always good to see, and we have to encourage those people that we see, man. So you tell me you ran into somebody with those thirteen since they were thirteen. You know, for mm-hmm. you to be able to pull them aside and encourage them. He might have been having a bad day. All right. And you just saying, like, man, I appreciate you. I love you, man. And keep doing what you do. It's notice. That may have been a, like, you know what? I can't quit. That's I can't right. quit, man. I, I have to keep, you know, holding strong. And, you know, that's something we always got to keep in mind and continue to do, man, for, for not just, you know, like-minded people. Mm-hmm. No people who who may not even have an understanding what we you know how we live our life you know according to the faith. Mm-hmm. That's real, man. Boy, listen, man. For all my young brothers out there that uh that listen or might hear this, man, I love y'all, brothers, yeah. man. When I tell you all them young brothers I met out on Eighth Al, out there in Gardenia and Duval, mm-hmm. listen. Boy, from the bottom of my heart, boy, I love y'all brothers, man. I just wrote one of my one of my young boys uh, last week. He he uh he doing a little fifteen year bid, man. And I thought about him last week when I was at work, man, and just sent him a little letter, man, just letting him know I'm thinking about him, bro. Yeah. Like, you know, because I know we be so hard on these young men a lot of time, and sometimes needed, yeah. definitely yeah. needed, but we be so hard on them at times, and I think. Sometimes we got to let them know, even though I'm hard on you and I'm pushing you all the time, why I love you. I love you. Yeah. Because for me, I know me growing, not growing up with a dad, you know, just to hear another man say, I'm proud of you, bro. This, yeah, it, it means a lot. Yeah. That thing just, yeah. you know, and that's why I, I the relationship I talk about like with my pastor, man, you know, and. Some of my other brothers, my boy uh, Jason King, yeah. my boy Sean Nico, man, you know, them brothers like really took me in. My brother Ralph Robinson, yeah. them brothers took me in, man, and like really made me feel like, dang, you know, just to, to hear them say that they were proud of me and they loved me, like that always did something to me, yeah. you know, when I was coming up in the faith, man, just, you know, I know I ain't always make the, the most, the best decisions and uh, wasn't I ain't always listen, but man, them brothers loved me, man. You know, and that I can't I, I knowing how much that was for me. I'm like I gotta give it back to these young yeah. young dudes, man. You know, just let them know, like, bro, I love you, bro. Yeah. 
Anytime I see them, brother, when I tell you, I, I drove by 8th yesterday, they was up there at the store, man, and I just blew the horn. I ain't had time to stop. Yeah. Man, it just, it brightened my day up. Literally, when I see them brothers, man, that thing just brightened my, brightened my day up. And all of them ain't doing right, yeah. you know. But me seeing them, yeah. boy, I love, boy, when I tell you, <laughs> boy, them jokers, they got a special place in my heart, man, because, like I say, I watched them jokers from when they were 12, 13, yeah. 14, Watch 15. them grow. And now to see where them jokers are now, sometimes I'm just like, boy, I thank God them brothers alive. Yeah. You know? And some yeah. of them, I thank God them jokers ain't in prison. Yeah. Because I know that there are some that are yeah. in prison. And I know some of the paths that them jokers own. Yeah. And I'm just like, man, you know, I'm just, every time I see them, I, I'm thankful. And when I do get a chance to talk with them, I just express that. Yeah. You know, they be like, man, you know, be thinking I'm finna come out there and try to tell them, like, yeah. man, bro, listen. Tell them what they doing wrong. No, bro, I ain't on that, that, bro. Nah, we ain't here for that. You know, I, I had that. When you were 14 to 15, that's what my that's time when I, I was yeah. trying to tell you. Man, yeah. bro, listen. Boy, you a grown man now, bro, yeah. you know. And I just want to let you know now, I'm here for you, bro. Yeah. If you need me, bro, that's my number, bro. I, I still got that same number, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you got the number, bro. I'm going to call you. Man, call for real, bro. Call your boy, man. And you, I mean, we, we, we mentioned something off. I mean, something off air about being able to witness somebody's story and their testimony, man. And it's, that's something that, you know, for you to say, like, man, I watched him grow into this point, man. And now he got a kid, he's a father, and, you know, he's doing everything he can to make sure he provides a life for his kid, man. I don't know why people don't, don't understand that level of, um, I don't know, man. It's, 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 it's such a great feeling to watch somebody whether you you you're there for them or you watch the the struggle or whatever the trial or the storm happen and all of a sudden you look up and you're like man i i watched this brother go through this that and the third and now i'm looking at him and I'm like man you on the other side of the storm now hmm. and it's it's just a it's a great feeling to watch man and people got to learn that we we have to start appreciating when we when we see that man cuz you no, know, we 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 bear witness to something. I can only imagine the people that walk with the um, the disciples that walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like the the stories they probably could tell. Like, bro, if y'all had to be there, like mm-hmm. you just had to be there. When was I see it, this Mark or John, that was like, if they told everything, it wouldn't be enough books. It wouldn't to be hold. enough books to hold. <laughs> and the boy seen some stuff, man. Like, like y'all got a glimpse of it. Y'all got a little bit of it, man. But you just had to be there. All right. <laughs> and I was thinking about um. Just how, how just the way we as people, man, we we watch certain people go through things, man, and we don't appreciate them once they come out of it. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's I think that's a faith thing, man. We it, it encourages people who are in faith that when they see, you know, this person that was on drugs, you mm-hmm. know, doing whatever, that when you see them years later or you witness their transition, whether it be them going to rehab or them finding. You know, finding Christ or whatever they do to get to that point where they they have they're no longer attached to that addiction. It's like that's encouraging, man. In mm. itself, like man, if you can do it, my my little you know being broke thing ain't nothing right yeah. <laughs> now. If you, right. if you conquer that, straight up. So it's it's you know it's just great to hear, man. And we we gotta take it, start appreciating that a lot more, just as people and and as a society, man. Of like when somebody do something positive. Don't be so quick to say, oh, but I remember when. All Don't right. be so quick to do that. Straight up, man. And it's, it's, it's too many of those people. And 
we got to figure out, well, we got to figure it out. They got to figure out a way to, to get out of that mold. Uh, but I remember, I remember, I remember. Mm-hmm. So That's real, man. Man, I want you to talk uh, down to the last couple things. I want you to, before we leave, I want you to talk about Solidified, man. Tell the folks about Solidified. Ooh, Solidified. Solidified, Solidified. It's a ministry started by, you know, one of our brothers, Jason J. Hunt, huh? Um, mm-hmm. He came to me, you know, we, when we met years ago, man, he was telling me he was thinking about starting a ministry. Um, he has a production company, I Produce Life, and Solidified is, I ain't going to say an act. It's more of just a branch of the I Produce Life, but it's more of the mission, the just one of the uh, one of the missions, mm-hmm. and it's me. It's all type of media, whether it be audio, video, podcast, whatever it is. It's 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 a lifestyle. It's a way you live. It's it's being assured in your faith. And one of the slogans was "Faith sealed, Jesus glorified," you know, solidified. That's mm-hmm. what it means. So solidified. I I I, I ain't gonna say I joined. It's like it just kind of just happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just kind of developed. Again. Yeah, just kind of developed. And you know, starting out just me writing music after you know after I found we found my faith and reaffirmed my faith, just writing music. And I ran into some ran into another brother who was kind of doing the same thing that I was doing. Yeah, and he just wanted to launch something. And the one thing I can honestly say, man, that that I've never experienced with anybody else, and and it's it's, it's a lot of this is in gospel music, but I don't. I don't hear it as much because a lot of it's traditional, just straight to the point. Here it is. Yeah. Whenever you listen to some of our music, and I and I've always felt this. I don't know if anybody else felt it when they heard it. It feels like it's something tangible that's living in the music that you feel it. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of just a lot of random music that we listen to now, you don't have that feeling no more where it, it captures you and, mm-hmm. and it keeps you there. But Jason is. I want to say, man, he's probably been one of the more inspirational people that I think I've met in my life, and he's younger than me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it, it's 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 funny. Just to you know, we got to get him on the pod. We got to get him here, man, so he can hear his testimony. Hunt, well, I'm coming for you, boy. <laughs> but yeah, man, solidified in, in general, man. Is is it's just it's a way for people to be encouraged. You know, we we you know we've done you know appearances, whether it be just you know the speaking engagements, we did music. Um, performances and it's it's almost like you don't know how to describe it because it it's it continuously evolves into more the more we learn the more it evolves into something greater and you know i'm 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 just proud to say you know i'm I'm happy for this brother man and the things that he's doing and what he's been doing in his community just posting the little videos about about the ministry and everything and it's it's, it's just who you are. As long as you're sure in your faith, because it's so much stuff in social media and, 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 and out there on the internet that can deter you from what you believe in. But once you solidify, man, like a lot of stuff that's, that will change your mind, it doesn't matter. Like people mm-hmm. had the argument about Jesus being black, Jesus being white, purple, green, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of don't care. It makes, mm-hmm. it, I guess... Probably get in trouble for this, but <laughs> um, the way the world operates now, and if ain't nothing new under the sun, it would make sense if Jesus was a black man talking right. about he the son of God. It would make sense. Yeah. So I would understand. Okay, now it it explains a whole yeah. lot. 
or why that's he went through what he went through. Yeah. That we, hey, we can't have this going on. Yeah. It would make sense. I can say whether that's true or not, it explains a lot to me. And it's like, okay, well, that make that makes a lot more sense than, you know, blue-eyed, blind, yeah. white guy saying he's the son yeah. of God. Like, so, <laughs> but, yeah, man, solidified is just one of those things that you, you know, once you affirm in your faith, you believe in your faith, nothing can deter you, man. And if you have gifts, it'll, it allows you to express yourself, whether you, you're a model or whether you're a singer or whether you're a rapper or you play instruments or whatever you do, man, it's an opportunity to get with some brothers and some sisters that are like-minded like you and you can express yourself, you know, for the world to hear and maybe you, whatever you put out can encourage somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it's it's always gonna be forever solidified with me, man. Whether yeah. you know what, however we move solidified. on and whatever yeah. happened is always gonna be solidified. <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out to Jay Hunt once again. Yes, man. sir. For real, for real, man. Hey, before we leave, I want you to spit something for the people, man. Oh, Let them hear something, go, man. man. I, got, I got I got some sand. stuff online, man. I got I got a lot of Where stuff. Where can they online. find it at, man? Uh, a lot of stuff can be found. One, um, I got a few songs on YouTube. Just just search Brother Raph. Um, I got mm-hmm. a song called No L's. Um, and that's like brother uh B-R. Ralph. Yep. So that's uh Ralph A R F. Yeah, brother 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 Ralph. Ralph. Yeah, and just to talk about some of the songs, man. Is a lot of songs that have a it has a, a sub uh sub meaning behind the the actual meaning. I got a song on on YouTube called No L's, and No L's pretty much it speaks to you know the scripture said I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So it's like mm-hmm. I, I I can't lose yep. long as I got long as I got okay. God with me. Yep. So the song pretty much says no L's and and it, and it's just it's a it's a nice little bop to and it's encouraging to to those who who believe man like look no matter what your life looking like man you ain't lost nothing All you right. ain't lost as long as you got God with you man you you ain't gonna lose yeah so I got that out man and I yeah. got a couple more songs that I got on Reverb Nation um, free to download man you know free to listen y'all can. Stream it, download it, keep it, man. And, you know, if you want to donate to the ministry, man, just get in touch with Solidify and, you know, do whatever you, you know, give whatever you like. But I do my music, man, to put it out there to encourage the people, you know, whatever happens on the back end, man. You know, if, if I'm blessed in the middle of that, man, to God be the glory for all of it. So, Straight up. you know, say I'm not, I'm, I, I gave up that whole, you know, hunting know the record deals and hunting yeah. fame and it's like it, it, it don't it don't mean much to me man because right now even with something like what you got going on bro you it may seem like a a little deal to you man but it means a lot and mm-hmm. you may wake up one day man you may be pushed in a place where it's like okay now you're representing all the games all of the three five two mm-hmm. in this podcast game yeah. like you never know it, what it may turn into man so that's how i look at you know what we do with music man it may transcend into something else man but and say, yeah, just continue to support, man. I got, I got a project that I'm working on, man. I'm trying to figure out, you know, how I'm gonna release it, and where I'm gonna release it. But you know, say so I'm gonna call it the, uh, I'm gonna call it the the, the iPad project because everything yep. that I do is gonna be from the iPad. So, yep. <laughs> all right, man, y'all go find my brother on YouTube, man, brother Ralph, brother, yes, like brother and sister, yeah. brother Ralph. A oh uh, no R A F yeah if you need me on Instagram it's B R O T H E R underscore Raf if you need to search me on Facebook it's 
your brother Ralph Thornton, Raphael Thornton, on mm-hmm. Facebook. I got a Twitter, but I don't really use it. Yeah, <laughs> if you need anything, <laughs> just look up Brother Ralph on um, uh, Reverb Nation. Look up Brother Ralph on YouTube. If you want to check out some of my music, man, check out some of the content. Hey, man, I appreciate the love and support, man. Straight up. Man, before you leave, I want you, if you if you say, if you can say anything to any father out there right now that might be listening, just give them one piece of advice. Uh, stand firm. Okay. Stand firm. Stand firm. Long suffering is something that's going to happen as a father, and you're going to have to deal with some things, and you just got to seek the Lord for wisdom on how to how to handle them. And just continue to stand firm, man, because the kids going to look back at it, hmm. and they going to remember. They always going to have that story of, I remember when my dad went. Mm-hmm. They going to have those stories, man. So just stand firm, hold strong, keep your faith, man, and, and just do do the best you can. That's real. That's real, man. So y'all heard it right there from my brother Ralph, man. Stand firm. Stand firm. Be immovable. There you Don't go. let nothing <laughs> move you off of your post. Exactly. You know, uh, regardless of how hard life gets, please be immovable, man. Yeah. You know, that's what we, that's what a father is. When I think about a father, that's one of my biggest things I think about fatherhood, man. Like, like if somebody was asked, what is a father? I look at a father as being the root. Yeah. You know, uh, a big tree stump. Yeah. You ain't going nowhere. Can't move. Can't move. Ain't One of the big old ones, too, yeah. boy. You, like, literally got the, boy, you got to dig. You dig yeah. that boy up, the whole <laughs> ground come up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what a father is. You yeah. know, a father is that for his family. Uh, he's that for his children. For those that are married, he's that for, their, for his wife. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he is immovable. He is steadfast, yes, you know, always abounding in the work of the Lord. That's go. what you got to do, you know, when you're a father. And that's how you represent your family. So, uh, yeah, like my brother just said, man, stay firm. Stay firm. Man, do not move. Don't let nobody move you, man. You know, and if you need some help, please reach out. And please always, do. Always keep trying, man. <laughs> don't, there's no you ain't going to get it right. You ain't going to always get it right the first time, man. You ain't always going to. Gonna understand it, but you just gotta stand in it, man, and and, and try to move with it, man. It, I, I look at it like the way the NBA is played. Yeah, Yo, you may be a power forward, but the game evolved, so now All you gotta right. play the power forward position a little differently. You gotta be able to shoot now, mm-hmm. so you just gotta as the times move, so you still you still in that position. Yeah. You just gotta you just gotta find a way to maneuver a little differently. That's Straight all it up. is, man. Just just be a stretch four now. All right, <laughs> yo, yo, man. So. Y'all listen, man. Hey, bro, I appreciate you, my boy. For real, for real. Like that, 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 that is love, man. You know, you, you, you gave me some things that I can stand on today. Uh, some things that will help me stand firm. So, man, I appreciate you, man. Everything that you that you put out there, man. And, uh, man, keep doing what you're doing, my boy. For real. Hey, man, I'm proud of you, man. Just know that we all watching you, man. Don't don't think what you're doing and going unnoticed. The work you're putting in, all the time you're putting in, and the effort, man. And just know. You know, we all love you out here, man, and we and we watching, bro. We watching, we watching, man. I, I ain't concerned about you failing or falling or nothing like that, man. I know you gonna get up and you gonna keep moving. So just keep doing what you do, man. We here for you. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate that, bro. Man, for all my listeners out there, man, we back. I had some time to get my mind right. So uh, the Lord been with me. Y'all better believe that. Uh, so for anybody that thought I was gonna fall off. 
we ain't, we ain't done yet, man. You know, yeah. I just had to get my mind right. You know, sometimes you need that mental health break. And whatever it is that you do, you might not be podcasting. Uh, you might have a job. Whatever it is that you do, please take some time for yourself there at you times, go. you know, because you need that. And uh, I'm just trying to stay healthy, man, mentally, spiritually, physically, you know, trying to keep myself together, man. So uh, y'all continue to be praying for me, be praying for my brother, be praying for all the other dads that y'all see on this show, man, because all these dads, we all have our own issues. And uh, y'all just be praying for us as we pray for y'all, man. And uh, like I say, man, if you if if y'all if, if you're a dad and you're listening and you need a support group, Please reach out to me on Dad at uh Dad Can We Talk on Facebook, on Instagram. Uh you wanna email me, man. Dad can we talk at gmail.com. Uh get in contact with me, man. If you got my number, call me. If you can't call me, text me, man. Let's stand together. We need this and this time, man. You know, so uh I just wanna let y'all know I'm here for you. Uh like my brother said, reach him where he's at. And we're going to get it popping, man. We're going to keep it pushing, man. So uh, we'll be back next week. I got a good brother. Well, I think that's in two weeks. I got a good brother coming on, man. So, yeah, y'all continue to stay tuned. Continue to support. If you uh, if you follow us on Facebook, go and like the Facebook page at Dad Can We Talk. Uh, go and follow the, the YouTube page. I'm trying to get the YouTube pumping, man. So, I'm trying to put more videos out there for y'all this year, man. I want to give y'all some more visuals. I got some stuff in the works. Um, oh, I got a brother coming on on Tuesday, actually. I forgot about this one. Um, I think he's out in Georgia. And uh, he's a mental health professional. Good brother, man. I just met him the other week. Man. So uh, please be looking out for that one. I got a good one coming for y'all, man. So uh, yeah, man, y'all keep it. Y'all keep it locked. And, uh, we love y'all. We thank y'all for everything that y'all do for us by listening. And uh, we out here, man. Thanks for talking.